every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Whether you like it or not, with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman, it is ESPN West Palm legend Evan Cohen joining us every week here uh, on on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Uh, do you do you think it's bad that I, I I had laughter? My first initial reaction to seeing Deshaun Watson. Like, what does it say about me that my first reaction to Deshaun Watson being out for the year, Evan, was laughter? I laughed. I legitimately laughed like Kawhi. You know, it's interesting, Ken. I was wondering who was going to have that take because you knew it would happen today, and. To your credit or blame, you're the first person I've heard have that take. Because I think initially, where we all went was the on-field football stuff, right? Like, he had his best half, 14 of 14. I think they were legit Super Bowl contenders up until this moment. But when you take a step back and you focus on the real-life stuff and not the stuff that doesn't matter, which is the football, right? And the stuff that we're doing right now, like... We are really lucky. It was just Veterans Day. Like, all the people that protect our country to allow us to do the stupid stuff that we do every day. And when you get to the real-life stuff, I get why people like you and others would have that reaction of going to a Taylor Swift song. And I don't mean anti-hero. I mean karma. I understand Mm -hmm. why you would do that because this is not some perfect angel that all of a sudden we're going to feel sympathy for. It's more so the town that we're going to have sympathy for, the Cleveland people that we are going to have sympathy for. And I have no sympathy for the organization. The player. Yeah, and, and I don't have any sympathy for the organization at all. No, but I, but the players, the players sure. didn't like, acquire him, right? I, like, Miles Garrett didn't like uh, make that trade. But everything you're saying or alluding to, Ken, while it may be uncomfortable to say and hear, is understandable in the moment. I mean, I I think everybody has a little bit of pettiness, a little bit of vindictiveness. They could say they don't. They could say they're pure, pure of heart. But uh, you, I, I think you've you've had a good chuckle over the misfortunes of Isaiah Thomas over the years. Am I am I wrong? Well, I I don't know that I would. Yeah, I guess I would have quite yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Now that I think about it, I, I saw you. Say, yeah, like we. I mean, Evan, we called an FAU basketball game together at FIU many, 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 many years ago, where Isaiah Thomas called a timeout he didn't have in a close game and got teed up, and you laughed on the air. So I legitimately saw it. Do we have that audio? That would be great audio. <laughs> your your like serious play by play, and me as an analyst just laughing, <laughs> like not even giving anything other than laughter. Oh. Yeah, I mean. Sure, there are people in sports and entertainment that you know, like, there's, okay, let me let me take a step back. There are people who say, like, oh, that guy's a bad guy. And the follow-up is, how do you know that? And we don't really have an answer. So I'm trying to avoid saying that as best as I can. There are other people that have been proven by courts of law or, or whatever it may be as doing things that are really bad. And, not, like, I don't, I don't have any ill will towards Michael Vick. You know why? Michael Vick served his penalty, went to jail for two years, and rehabilitated himself and owned his horrible mistakes. Like, Isaiah Thomas was accused and found guilty of sexual harassment. The the organization had to pay $12 million, and he still claims, like, nothing happened, right? Deshaun Watson does the same kinds of things. So when you put... Boy, we're very serious right now. But when (laughs) when you're in these moments... Ken, your reaction is not abnormal, I don't think. Yeah, it's a definite karma thing. Uh, so, so again, Evan Cohen, uh, you hear him with uh, Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman. Uh, by the way, uh, this was a big, big topic yesterday, 6 to 10 a.m. 
uh, that I actually really got into. Which season is better? Which season is better? They went to social media, asked it, winter or summer. And Evan, I would say it largely depends on where you live. This summer was awful down here. Miserable. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Winter is the way to go down here. Uh, I, I don't know uh, anybody in Florida who would pick the latter. Uh, did you take that into account? The regional factor with all of this when you asked this right. on the air. It's a great point. Um, here's where I went, and Ken knows me well enough to know this. The audience hopefully knows me a little bit, but many of you don't, which is this. It all depends on how you feel about your shape that you're in. That's uh-huh. the reality. If you're, not in, if you're not in great shape, being in cold winter, sweatshirts, yep. hoodies, jackets, covering everything up, I've been with Ken when he's not in good shape. He's been with me when I'm not in good shape. We're fine going together to the Midwest in those moments. Yep. Ken now, great shape. Theo, great shape. Like, sure, Theo has to wear a shirt to the office because he's required to. I know that Theo, if he didn't, would not wear a shirt. <laughs> right. Right? I get it. Right? But I'm in much better shape now than I was during my terrible moments of, of being in bad shape. So summer may not be as bad. I think it's based on how you feel about yourself in the moment. I really do. That's actually, that might be more legit than regionality, or that's an important context. Now, how many buttons, Theo, is it? How many buttons when you've had a couple of drinks in you, you're out with your fiancé? How many buttons do you unbutton on the shirt? What's the protocol there? Three down. Three Three down, down. at least. And uh, she doesn't let me go past three, especially Uh if I'm not with her. But when I'm with her, I mean, I might even go all the way down. Like, I might be hanging on to that last one by a thread. Hey, I tell you what, you have what they call the fine chest (laughs) in the industry. You know what? Theo is a Richard Jefferson of ESPN West Five. That's what it comes down to. 100%. It is immaculate. His shirts are so pristine, white, and crisp, though. I got to get to that level of... well, of luxury first, but so yeah. That, that actually reminds me. I've ha- I have a problem. I cannot figure out how to keep uh, on, on polos, polos, my collar from curling up at the ends. What, uh, the bacon I, collar? Yeah, well, the there, bacon There are collar. companies that are out there that now are making shirts. I'm not going to give any free plugs. No. Um, Pay me. Us. But, yeah. Me. Pay you? No, I think it would be me. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there are companies that are out there that are now making polo shirts with the button-down collars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so like yeah, think yeah. about if you're wearing a tie and you have that kind of collar, but it's on a polo shirt. So they have, like, this the stays or whatever it's called in there, so it stays straight. But I think because people see that. Than- but people are going to see that, Evan, and be like, hey, that guy has a problem with bacon collar because he has the buttons <laughs> yeah, now. Like, you're just that. exposing yourself. No, 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 no. It's not buttons. I'm saying it doesn't have, like, think about it if you're wearing a button-down shirt or a button-down, whatever you want to call it, that doesn't have the buttons by the collar. I'm saying a regular, like, dress shirt, but with that kind of stiff collar on the, oh, okay. on the golf shirt. Okay, yeah. Just a higher-quality yeah. polo. That, the thing is, you got to wear a high, higher-quality polo shirt. But, That's it. Yeah. Can I, uh, can, I, can I spend a couple of minutes taking over this interview? Because I have a couple of questions for you guys. Is that okay or no? Absolutely yeah, not. Let's, yeah, that's fine. Oh. That's fine. Oh, Ken's not happy. Forget it. All right, I'm no, done. I'm not going to do it. No, 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 are they actually just better without him? Like I don't, I don't like saying that, but like, how do you ignore this? But I can't. I don't know. I can't rationalize it. Like I, 
about the same thing, and this sure is fun, and this sure looks like grinded out Spo being a sicko uh, heat right now, but it's all been in the absence of Tyler Hero, just like the playoffs was with Tyler Hero. Like, I don't know. I guess I don't know enough to know why with Tyler Hero things don't go as well as the they do with that. The ball stops. That's why. Right with this group, it doesn't stop. But the problem is the ball stops with him because other people aren't scoring, and he does. Right? But it's it like I don't even think this is Spo being a sicko using guys you've never heard of. These are guys you actually. I mean, outside of Haywood Highsmith, like this is a. I love what I'm seeing from this yeah. team. All right, that's my first thing. My second thing: How do you guys view Jimbo Fisher? Because I'm fascinated by this. Jimbo Fisher won a championship in the state of Florida. Jimbo Fisher, while in Florida State pretty openly hated being at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Like, every year would interview for another job. But we have so many FSU fans and Florida fans and Miami fans in our audience, you know, in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. So, like, I feel like everybody's in an opinion on Jimbo Fisher. And maybe some are thankful he brought them a championship. But, like, how do we feel about him? Because I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, Theo, how do you feel about Jimbo Fisher? Well, I'm, I'm a Canes fan, and I've never liked Jimbo Fisher uh, personality-wise. I got a chance to interview him one time when I was in South Georgia, and it didn't go as great. So I'm not I'm out on Jimbo Fisher, but I'm I'm definitely biased. Uh, from a pure coaching standpoint, you can't deny the dude won a national championship with one of the greatest college teams we've ever seen, uh, and he put that together. Like that that was. That was him, and he coached that. From a coaching standpoint, I don't, I don't know the guy personally. I, I think he can come off as kind of a pud. But uh, from a coaching perspective, like he's good if he's in the right situation. I personally think that Texas A&M job, just like any job in Texas, is a complete disaster. He doesn't have the acumen or the personability to be able to handle a job like that, which is why it ultimately fell apart. But Jimbo, he's an easy target because of the draw, because of the name, because yeah. of how he left Florida State. But the dude can coach. Like For me, I think he's going to work again next year. I think a guy like that gets bored. I'd get bored. I'd want to go do something. He's going to be an analyst for Saban. They're going to mend fences, and then he'll be off to another head coaching job. Wouldn't surprise me at all. It's just such a, like, I think back, Ken, to like, what if he just realized, hey, I'm at FSU, that's pretty damn good, let me embrace it, yeah. instead of always looking for the next job? Because, yes, the next job got him paid, but it, it didn't get him success. Well, this is where we were analyzing Mike Norvell's non-answer when asked about Texas A&M yesterday, but I was thinking about it last night because I said, look out, Florida State fans, Norvell, he could absolutely be talking with Texas A&M, but seeing what happened to Jimbo, why the hell would Norvell do that? Like, why, why would he do that? He's a cautionary tale. Ken, so the answer to that question would be something that none of us know. Something must then be wrong at Florida State. Yes, yes. Something must be going on there that we think, like, we look at it outside looking in and say, like, why wouldn't you want to be the FSU coach? Why wouldn't you want, (laughs) excuse me, to be the Florida coach? And then two coaches in a row would leave for A&M would, yeah, it's money, but there's no success. Y'all ever been to Tallahassee? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen the Yell Squad? Uh Yeah, I get, I get it, but like it's college football and it's the ACC, and they're in the college football playoff, and it's not like you didn't know what Tallahassee was before he got there. Yeah, and again, we did see Texas A and M receive a check for 162 oh, yeah. million dollars at midfield, uh, which may have been part of the Jimbo Fisher buyout that they were just accepting Saturday in that game against uh, Mississippi State. Uh, I want to do my thing, Evan. Uh, again, unsportsmanlike. Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, six to ten a.m. every single day here on ESPN 106.3, and Evan joins us every week here on Levicka Theo and Stone. I walk out yesterday. I'm, Theo, I don't know if you saw this. Stone, I don't know if you saw this. 
this. I walk out of our studio here uh, in the ESPN West Palm offices, our Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, and in our, our main congregation area, there is... There's a timeline, multiple poster boards full of pictures and years and accomplishments. It was a whole timeline of Evan Cohen's life and career at ESPN West Palm. Oh. Going back to the ESPN 760 days through ESPN 1063, mm. stuff he did with FAU, interviews he did. There was a picture with him and, uh, and Jack Nicholas. Evan, why? Who did you call? Why know. are you doing that? I, no, I, I feel like I'm you're so in on this. I'm glad you brought that up. You're in on this. He is. You have to be. He is. No, I, like, I am so glad you brought that up. My, my, I saw your tweet yesterday, KLV1063 on Twitter. I saw the tweet. My mind started racing. Because I started to think, is there going to be some sort of surprise for me that I don't know about that Ken just ruined, right? Which would be amazing. <laughs> that would be hilarious. If somehow they were planning something for me, and your anger towards me uh-huh. ruined the surprise. I do Big it. Daddy, Adam Sandler, John Stewart style with uh-huh. the kid and everything. That would uh-huh. be amazing. <laughs> but I don't know what that is. Just if you actually look closely, like there are pictures of my family on there, my kids. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, who's doing this and why are they doing this? So then I started playing out of my head. Am I getting inducted into the Palm Beach County Hall of Fame without me knowing? And then I'm like, well, that's too egotistical. I can't actually say that on the air on ESPN West Palm, but I just did. Oh, there um, you go. And, and, and then I started, you know where my mind went, Ken? Here's what I settled on. Uh-huh. Okay? To bring it full circle to you. Not only did you ruin that with a tweet yesterday, I wonder, there was, a, there was supposed to be a dinner a couple of years ago to celebrate, like, our 20 years at ESPN West Palm, but specifically my last show, or uh-huh. what I thought was going to be my last show at ESPN West Palm, which obviously is not because I'm on every day. And I wonder if they had that made for me. And we never actually had that dinner because Ken, can I say why, Ken? You yeah, 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 with yeah, yeah, that's fine because I, ta- okay. I actually take pride in this in retrospect. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet of you. <laughs> Ken got COVID. The entire dinner had to be shut down. We never actually had the dinner. And the dinner we had with the credit we had for the restaurant uh-huh. went to other people. <laughs> it was literally for other people. So the dinner that that sign was probably made for ruined by Levicka's COVID. And then the dinner goes to other people. That's where I'm coming to the conclusion. But that's oh, probably where man. that's from, Ken. Oh, man. I love uh, that. So that probably that. is the most viable explanation. And... Uh, I do appreciate that coming around full circle because that's right up there with me uh, accidentally cashing an Evan Cohen FAU check and then never paying him uh, the money from that uh, FAU check. Oh, wait, wait. There's another, there's another story along those lines. I know we're running out of time, but of Ken doing things that he should not be doing that somehow negatively impact me, right? Ken taking my money, not stealing my money, but taking my money, right? Ken ruining a dinner for me. I once gave Ken a bunch of clothing that was, like, too small on me. And then all of a sudden, I look at a picture once, and I'm like, how did this person get my jacket? Ken's like, I gave it to them. I said, you're now giving away my clothes <laughs> did you to sell other them? people? Did no, you I, didn't, sell them? I didn't sell them. Oh. There was no money changing hands, but I absolutely... Oh, I never actually asked yeah. that. Did no. you sell them? No, there was no profit. There was no profit, <laughs> but it was there, and it was not just one. It was a multiple-level hand-me-down oh my uh, from clothes that Evan gave me. Yes, yes. Um, hey, it was yeah. available. I was being charitable. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Boy, the, guys, let me tell you, those are just the stories I remember. Uh-huh. I can't even, there's probably a million other ones where Ken has basically ripped people off like that. Hey, my, my poster board timeline's going to be great, too, when they decide to put it together <laughs> and put it out in the offices here. Oh, I know. I know the moment where it starts. When Ken Levicka got two other people fired for drinking in his studio that he denied doing. I did not do it. 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 I I firmly, I stand on that. He looks flustered right now. No, no, I didn't do anything. He looks totally guilty. I'm telling you, Theo and Stone, two teammates, this is 100 years ago now and not at this station, but another station in our company, were properly terminated for drinking alcohol while on the air. Yep. Yet there were three teammates in the studio mm. on that show. <laughs> One of them is sitting next to you with his name leading the show every day. Uh, I, I, I was <laughs> once in a studio with him, but I was not in there when the offending behavior took place. On that note, Evan, we'll talk to you next Thursday at our regular time, 1245. I'm going to guess you won't because you probably won't be doing a show yeah. on Thanksgiving. But anyway, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good call. Well, we'll talk to you sometime. See you later. Bye. <laughs> uh, that is Evan Cohen uh, joins us every week here on Levicka Theo and Stone.